Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. A Baltimore court hearing in a controversial murder case. I'm Dick Iuliano. Why one area man's trip to the gym ended with a ride to jail. I'm Mike Marillo. It's five o'clock. is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. We are an hour away now from the start of a jam-packed day of events leading to Queen Elizabeth's funeral in London. Mourners camped out overnight for a spot on the street to say their final goodbyes. I just thought it's a moment in history that, you know, we're never probably going to see again. Um, so we really want to be part of it. CBS's Steve Futterman is there. The funeral service itself is expected to last around one hour. There will be hymns, there will be prayers, there will be a sermon by the Archbishop of Canterbury. At the very end, the last post will be played. That's the British version of Taps. Then there will be a moment of silence. It will end with the national anthem. The Queen's funeral will be broadcast around the world. Hurricane Fiona is now battering the Dominican Republic after knocking out the power grid and unleashing devastating floods in Puerto Rico. Meteorologist Mike Seidel is in Ponce. Hurricane Fiona crashed to shore with force in Puerto Rico on Sunday. Authorities have opened shelters and closed public beaches, urging people to remain indoors. Historic levels of rain are triggering landslides and flooding. The entire island is without power, forcing many hospitals to run off generators. No deaths have been reported, but the governor says damage is catastrophic. In Alaska, a state of disaster after remnants of a typhoon caused severe flooding there. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. From Newtok to Nome, entire towns were completely submerged, with roads destroyed and homes ripped off their foundation. We're trying to assess exactly uh, what has occurred. Again, this is a, almost a thousand miles worth of uh, storm front. President Biden sat down with correspondent Scott Pelley for an interview on 60 Minutes last night, and he talked about everything from inflation to politics and whether he'd run again in 2024. My intention, as I said to begin with, is that I would run again, but it's just an intention. But is it a firm decision that I run again? That remains to be seen. Some high-profile insurrection trials will start this morning in Washington. Doug Jensen of Iowa is the man prosecutors say was at the front of that mob January 6th, confronting that solitary U.S. Capitol Police officer. He goes on trial this week, and that officer, Eugene Goodman, is expected to testify. Another big trial next week, the Oath Keeper seditious conspiracy case. Jury selection begins early next week. At CBS's Scott McFarlane. Well, Las Vegas is officially a championship town. Yes. The Vegas Aces won their first WNBA title last night, beating the Connecticut Sun 78 to 71 in game four. Vegas finished on an eight game sweep. This is CBS News. When you think of hiring, think of Indeed. Their end to end hiring system helps you attract, interview and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Good morning. It's Monday morning, the 19th of September. Cloudy, warm, and humid today and highs near 88. I'm Joan Jones. Good morning. I'm Bruce Allen. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin is supporting a new state Department of Education policy on the rights of transgender students. 
The changes would affect which bathroom transgender students use, inform parents about the child's gender identity, and won't force teachers to use the child's chosen pronoun. But there will be challenges. On Monday, things will not be completely different. Delegate Danica Rome says the new Yunkin administration guidelines violate the Virginia Human Rights Act, which protects people from discrimination on the basis of their gender identity in public settings, including schools. I would not be surprised if there was a lawsuit because of what, you know, the governor's doing here. As for transgender athletes, right now the Virginia High School League makes case-by-case decisions. The governor does not have the executive authority to tell that private entity what to do. The governor's spokeswoman says the policy is crafted to comply with all state and federal laws. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Other news, the I-66 express lanes are open. Officials are making sure that drivers know what to expect when they head out. If you're planning to jump on the I-66 express lanes, you can expect a pretty smooth drive overall. Getting the lanes open went well as could be expected. Nancy Smith is with I-66 Express Mobility Partners and says exit and entrance points along the corridor are limited, so you'll want to plan ahead. For every three mainline exits, you'll find roughly one express exit. One of the challenges, Susan Shaw with VDOT says drivers should expect some congestion in certain areas. Continue to look for ways to improve that as much as we can, but the true relief will be once the 28 interchange is in its final configuration and the express lanes are extended all the way to the Beltway. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. And by the way, for a complete guide on exit and entrance points along I-66, visit our website, WTOP.com. A woman has died after a multi-car crash on I-270 in Rockville. Maryland State Police, uh, police say around 3.30 yesterday morning, a Tesla rear-ended another car in the northbound lanes. Then as the cars were stopped along the roadway, another car crashed into them. A passenger in the first car was killed and two other people were taken to a hospital. The driver of the Tesla was taken to Maryland State Police Barracks for questioning. He was suspected of driving while impaired, but he was released after troopers consulted with the Montgomery County State's attorney. Once the investigation is complete, the Montgomery County State's Attorney's Office will determine what charges, if any, should be filed. A hearing is being held this afternoon in a Baltimore court that could bring freedom to Adnan Syed. He's the man in prison for the murder of his high school classmate more than 20 years ago. It's the murder case given national prominence when it was featured in the hit first season of the podcast, Serial. While Adnan Syed is serving a life sentence for killing Hay Min Lee in 1999, prosecutors say he deserves a new trial and should be released while the investigation continues. State's attorney Marilyn Mosby says there's new information about other suspects in Lee's murder and questions over evidence used to convict Syed. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A man is in a hospital after a shooting near a Nova Fairfax hospital yesterday afternoon. Police say they were called to the scene on Woodburn Road just before 5 o'clock where a man was suffering from non-life-threatening gunshot wounds to his lower body. The hospital was initially placed on a lockdown, but that was later lifted and normal operations resumed. Coming up, we'll tell you about some arrests last night at the Great Frederick Fair. It's 5.07. What did 9 out of 10 people who died from COVID have in common? They were 50 or older. And if you have a condition like heart disease or diabetes, your risk is even higher. COVID vaccines lower the risk of death. Get your updated vaccine now. It could save your life. We can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. 
Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Two brand new tickets are making their presence felt in D.C. From U Street to downtown, from Adams Morgan to Anacostia. Introducing the District Diamonds and 51st Scratchers from D.C. Lottery. Inspired by the district, made for the district. With prizes up to $151,000. Grab them today from your local D.C. Lottery retailer. Because here in D.C., this is how we play. Please play responsibly. Throughout the month of September, see, hear, and interact with stories and advice shared by business leaders whose companies and organizations work to support the region's business community. WTOP proudly hosts the Small Business September Series presented by Eagle Bank. Our thanks to the Greater Washington Board of Trade, the Greater Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, Prince William County Economic Development, BizLaunch, a division of Arlington Economic Development, Industrious, and Eagle Bank. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Visit the Small Business September Hub. Go to WTOP.com and search Small Business September. Good morning, it's 5.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Jack Taylor on the WTOP Traffic Center. We'll begin in Virginia, where we'd had a delay running on the westbound side of 66. The work zone clearing after Nutley had a left lane there getting by. Then there was work west on 66 out of 28 Centerville blocking the far left lane. 66 in the eastbound direction looking pretty good right now out of Gainesville, leaving Centerville. The work zone that is eastbound after 123 had been blocking the far right lane, really not causing much of a delay. Crews should be wrapping up, if not finishing in Gainesville. 29 east or northbound, if you will, that ramp that takes you on to 66 headed eastbound in Gainesville. That ramp overnight had been closed with work. 95, you're looking good. North out of Falmouth, headed through Woodbridge into Springfield, north onto 395, so far without any early delay. 495 is looking good between Alexandria and McLean. There was an overnight work zone in Maryland on the Beltway, inner loop, leaving Old Georgetown Road, headed over toward Georgia Avenue, and it had been along the left side of the roadway with just the right lane getting through. Unclear with most of the cameras, unfortunately, can't see this. So we're trying to get an eyeball on whether or not we've still got the work zone in place. 270, we'd had work in both directions, just south of Frederick, down near 85. Northbound, the right side had been blocked off. Left side, the left lane had been getting by. And again, hopefully in the clearing stages. Beltway's good through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. Otherwise, you're in good shape between the beltways on 95 and the BW Parkway. Off to a good start downtown. No worries on the freeway. DC 295, I-295, New York Avenue. Third Street Tunnel looking good. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's check out that forecast with Chad Merrill. Well, we've got a changeable weather week here in the Washington area. Plenty of sunshine today. Temperatures actually pretty warm this afternoon with upper 80s. Perhaps a shower or two. Best chance near the Mason-Dixon line. Patchy fog west of Washington. Still humid. Upper 60s overnight. Plenty of sunshine on your Tuesday. Low humidity. Feeling great outside. Temperatures still in the upper 80s. Wednesday still warm and muggy with mid-80s, and then things change on Thursday as the front comes through and temperatures near 80. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. 62 degrees in Sterling now, 69 in Oxon Hill. We're at 68 degrees here in Friendship Heights, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. And it's now 5-11. Well, police have tracked down a Fredericksburg man after he took them on a chase in Stafford County last month. It was back on August the 11th when a Stafford County deputy tried to stop a man on a Can-Am, which is a three-wheeled motorcycle, after the deputy clocked the bike going 100 miles per hour in a 55-mile-per-hour zone. According to the deputy, before disappearing in traffic, the rider of that motorcycle 
pointed a weapon at the patrol car. Since then, detectives worked to figure out who that rider was. The department says they finally got their answer. And then 32-year-old Paul Hayden of Fredericksburg was located. On Thursday, Virginia State Police arrested Hayden as he left his gym. He's now facing several charges, including assault on a law enforcement officer. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. At the Great Frederick Fair Saturday night, a group of teenagers gathered inside Gate 1 and began fighting. The Frederick News Post reports while police tried arresting one of the teens, the crowd interfered with the arrest. Police used pepper spray and the crowd dispersed. Then another crowd formed, and when deputies tried breaking it up, a teenage girl allegedly hit a deputy in the chest. She was arrested and the crowd was again dispersed. Both the boy and the girl have been charged and were banned from returning to the fairgrounds. Still to come here on WTOP, a Category 1 hurricane hits Puerto Rico, and we've got the latest there on damages. It's 512. Every decision has consequences, and it doesn't matter if those consequences are intentional or not. They're real. The Treasury Department's Office of Comptroller of the Currency learned that lesson the hard way, and it cost them $837,000. Federal News Network digital editor Robert O'Shaughnessy here. The Age Discrimination in Employment Act specifically protects people who are age 40 or older, meaning that any policy that negatively affects that group disproportionately is illegal. In today's federal report, I spoke to Alexis Satakis, an attorney from Gilbert Employment Law who represented a class of over 40-year-olds who lost a perk worth $1,000, not because of their age, but because of how much they earned. The policy change wasn't designed to target employees based on age, but the reality is 97% of those who lost the benefit were over 40, and that just doesn't fly. For more about this case and what it means for you, check out the Federal Report at federalnewsnetwork.com. Kimberly Harris, Director of Community Health and Social Impact at Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, joined WTOP on a discussion about transforming health care. Because good health care is more than treating people when they are sick. It empowers people to stay well. That is why Care First strives to meet people where they are in their health journeys. It really is in the name. We, we care first. Care first. Um, a part of what we do, of, of course, we're a health insurer in the area, providing insurance, but it doesn't stop there. So, for example, I am the director for Community Health and Social Impact. And not only do we provide services and resources to our members, but to the community at large. We care first. We pro provide that um, pair relationship, but in addition to that, um, really looking into communities from an investment perspective with our time, talents, and treasures. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First. Care First. It's not just our name. It's our promise. And now, from our Small Business September series, here's Tara Palacios, Director of BizLaunch, a division of Arlington Economic Development. We're going to be doing a lot of work in this upcoming year on, you know, debt equity or venture funds or whatever it is that you're looking to do. We want to educate people with that. What we're doing is helping people live their dreams, and they trust us. We will help them. But reach out and ask for help and ask for information. To hear this interview in its entirety, go to WTOP.com and search Small Business September. You dream it, we build it. Optimum Construction is a full-service, locally-owned company that was just voted Best General Contractor of Rockville, Maryland by GC Magazine. Our team has successfully provided remodeling and new construction services to the D.C. metro area for almost two decades. Whether it's a kitchen, bathroom, or an addition, Optimum Construction is with you from the design stage to material selections to project completion. Visit OptimumConstruction.com to schedule your in-home, no-obligation consultation. You talk, we listen at Optimum Construction. 
action. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 515, and here's Dave Johnson. All right, stop me if you heard this before. Back to you guys. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> no. hey, look, in all seriousness, in the Commanders' 36-21 loss of Lions, did we discover, did we discover why the Lions were favored in the first place or for Rob Woodford? It's time to start calling Washington the Commanders because there's no D. And what figures to be the easiest stretch of the Burgundy and Gold schedule the defense has surrendered an average of 29 points and allowed 157 rushing yards per game at a 7.5 yard per carry clip. For all the talk of Carson Wentz proving himself in Washington, I want just one reason why Jack Del Rio should even be here one more minute. Well, now I get it. Commanders, you remove the D. Anyway, no, I'm slow <laughs> at 515. And Dave Preston, you know, he predicted uh, before the season that there'd be another uh, defensive uh, change on the coaching staff before the end of the season, but we're only a couple weeks in. Still, uh, uh, defense uh, talent's there. But we look, we've been saying that since the end of 2020. Speaking of problems on defense, uh, Miami Dolphins rallied from a 21-point deficit to beat the Ravens 42-38. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa, 469 yards, six touchdowns. Hey, the Dolphins, look at this. They are 2-0. and Well, you can't look at it. You're on radio, but you get the idea. Packers 27-10 went over the Bears last night. D.C. United 3-2 lost in Miami. Uh, Major League Soccer uh, investigating accusations. Taxi Funtas used a racial slur. He was removed shortly uh, after scoring a goal in the game. With Becky Hammonds as coach, Las Vegas Aces, WNBA title champions. Dave Johnson, WTLP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Britain is ready to lay to rest its longest-serving monarch, Queen Elizabeth II. The royal family will be joined by 2,000 dignitaries for the state funeral at Westminster Abbey, with huge crowds expected to line the streets of London outside. Hurricane Fiona bearing down on the Dominican Republic this morning after knocking out power and unleashing floods and landslides in Puerto Rico. Winds were clocked at 85 miles an hour and up to 30 inches of rain is forecast. So far, no deaths have been reported. Russian bombs have struck a nuclear power plant in the southern, uh, southern part of Ukraine early this morning, but its reactor has not been damaged and it appears to be working normally. The attack was also has damaged a nearby hydroelectric power plant and transmission lines. In a statement, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said Russia endangers the world. We have to stop it before it's too late. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. New this morning, there are reports of a bear sighting in part of our region. Police in Vienna, Virginia say they're getting reports of a black bear sighting in the 300 block of Park Street Northeast. Police say if you spot a bear, don't approach it or feed it. Instead, move indoors and report the sighting to the Virginia Department of Wildlife Resources. Wow, well, 518. Back over to Jack here in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, so far so good. Looking early in uh, Maryland on 270, running south out of Frederick. The good-looking ride between the beltways, both 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. 50's good to go between Northeast and the Bay Bridge. There had been an overnight work zone on Allentown Road between Branch Avenue and Suitland Parkway. Had a left lane block both ways. No troubles, uh, 210 going northbound out of Akikik, coming out of Waldorf on 5 or even out of Walt, Upper Marlboro on Route 4, headed inbound. Good trip so far downtown. We're quiet on the freeway. 3rd Street Tunnel, DC 295, I-295, you're off to a good start. There's a little heavy traffic in Virginia, top end 395, crossing the 14th Street. Bridge headed toward the district. Crash on 7 eastbound out near Carlin Springs Road. Authorities were headed to the scene. 66 getting west 
Out near 28 Centerville, there is a work zone taking away the left lane. Eastbound should find your lanes open. Gainesville headed all the way toward Roslyn. There had been work overnight. was unfortunately infecting 29, trying to access the ramps to come east on 66. Those ramps had been blocked through the overnight. Hopefully that's in the wrap-up stages. 95 northbound, you're fine out of Fredericksburg. Headed through Woodbridge early into Springfield north up onto 395 without delay. Play Beat the Book at MGM National Harbor each week, and you could win a share of $15,000 in free play. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or 1-800-GAMBLER. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Chad Barrell, what do you have for us on this uh, 19th of September? Here we are, just a couple of days from the autumnal equinox. And just as we turn the calendar on Thursday, that's when our front will really drive in cooler temperatures. In the meantime, though, Bruce and Joan, very warm this afternoon. Temperatures will be in the upper 80s. Perhaps a shower or two, but the best chance will be up north into Pennsylvania. Some patchy fog west of Washington, clearing skies, upper 60s tonight. Mostly sunny, less muggy on Tuesday with upper 80s. Breezy and warm, mid-80s on Wednesday. That front will come through. You'll notice it. A couple of showers on Thursday turning breezy. Temperatures mid-70s to near 80 degrees. And then... By Saturday morning, the first frost west of Interstate 81. Just an idea of how cool it will get behind this front. 63 at Dallas International, 64 at BWI Marshall, but a warm 70 at Reagan National Airport. Thanks, Chad. Yeah, it's 68 and clear skies here outside our studios this morning. And it's brought to you by Lend the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, Britain's Queen laid to rest today. We'll get a special report from CBS News. 521. And now, from WTOP's Small Business September series, presented by Eagle Bank, here's Scott Kinlaw, Senior Vice President, Market Executive at Eagle Bank. The perspective we take from the start of a relationship is a long-term perspective. We don't really do transactions. We do more of a, a long-term partnership with them. And they're members of our community. We want to support them and support our community. It's, it's my client. It's, it's my community. It's our client, our community. And, you know, we'll always be there to support our community. That's the, the fun part of the job, the long-term relationship, the long-term perspective, a partnership, and understanding what their needs are and, and, and accommodating and working towards that with them. To hear more of this interview, visit WTOP and search Small Business September. To learn more about how Eagle Bank can help your business grow, go to EagleBankCorp.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Eagle Bank, building business, building relationships. You want it all? We have it all. NBC4's all-new afternoon lineup, weekdays. Smile with Kelly at 2. Connect, laugh, and feel good. Help solve mysteries at 3. Hey there, DC friends. Craig Melvin here, bringing you Dateline in Daytime. Then join Pat, Leon, and Doug for News 4. First at 4. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. I'm Pat Lawson News. And I'm Leon Harris. NBC4's all-new afternoon lineup, weekdays at 2 on NBC4. Working for you. Whether you're migrating to the cloud, from the cloud, or between clouds, protecting your data and ensuring business continuity are critical priorities. Veritas can help you build a unified multi-cloud strategy with resiliency at its core to help ensure strategic and mission-critical decisions. Our enterprise data services platform is designed to give government agencies the confidence and control to transform, protect, and optimize your multi-cloud. Visit veritas.com forward slash government for more information. This is WTOP News. It's 523. 
CBS News special report, remembering the life of Queen Elizabeth II. I'm Vicki Barker, live in London. The funeral of Britain's longest reigning monarch gets underway in Westminster Abbey about 40 minutes from now. In the service this morning, there will not just be sorrow, there will be heartfelt thanks for a most wonderful life of selfless service to the nation. Bishop Richard Harris inside the Abbey, 2,000 relatives, friends, courtiers, as well as 500 heads of state and other dignitaries, including Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Her thoughtfulness, her perspective in the sweep of history uh, was always extraordinarily valuable. CBS's Ian Lee has more on the day's events. After the funeral, a procession will carry the Queen's coffin through the historic heart of London as Big Ben rings out one last time for Her Majesty. Then the Queen's coffin will be taken to Windsor Castle for burial. CBS News Special Report. I'm Vicki Barker, live in London. It's 524 now. Buses loaded with migrants are arriving in D.C. as many as two or three times a day. And local nonprofits are beginning to hit their stride, but there is something they really need. We're in a better place now than we were at the beginning of it. Abel Nunez, executive director of Central American Resource Center in D.C., says they're moving away from just responding to the emergency. Who can make it to Union Station, who can bring food, who can bring clothes. Nunez says they are developing a sustainable infrastructure built upon the individuals and organizations that have responded, but they are still missing a centralized intake location in the district that could be open 24 hours. So whether they come at night, in the morning, midday, we can quickly respond and take them there and then we can do intake and help them get to where they need to go. Nunez says they are working with the Bowser administration to identify unused real estate they may be able to use. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55. It has been a second straight week of frustration for football fans who are also customers of DirecTV's NFL Sunday Ticket. DirecTV said via social media that customers trying to stream yesterday's 1 p.m. games on the app were not able to do so. The company said it was able to fix the server problems that caused the blackout, but not until after 4 p.m., too late for those trying to view those early games. When you're looking at job postings, you want to know what the salary is. Jeff Claybaugh says you are increasingly likely to. You don't learn much from commensurate with experience or competitive pay. A Towers Watson survey found 19% of companies now plan to give pay ranges in postings. 43% are considering it. Pay disclosure is not required in most states. Currently, 17% of companies already provide pay ranges in states that don't have legal requirements to do so. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. At Whole Foods Market, enjoy 20% off all packaged coffee through September 20th while supplies last. Plus, Prime members save an extra 10%. Shop now, in-store or online. Terms apply. Up ahead here on WTOP, before leaving for England, President Biden sat down with CBS News on 60 Minutes and talked about the state of the economy. We'll bring you some highlights, 526. The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one, Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two, Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, 
confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 